So if you go ahead and you spin, and then we're going to figure out what we're talking about. So I'm doing this, like the yeah. wheel? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. the gimmick- closest I've gotten to Bob Barker. All I right. gimmicked that wheel, too. All right, what are we looking at? What did you, you, you see you squatting 900 pounds? I know, I was going to say, you're gonna what, you already spin it in full spin. You already spin it in the bearings? I'm looking at the... I know, and you give me a half a spin. I spin off, actually. muscle and fitness, arts and crafts here? What do you got going on? I keep that. This is all me. Give me the glove. This is all... I'm scarred. I keep looking over my shoulder to see if that's that pink hoverboard. I took it away. I knocked that off about 100 times. I took it away because Don, he would keep knocking it down and get mad at me for it. I'm not responsible enough to sit near it. I don't want him. That's a weapon, man. In your hands, that's a weapon. Am I spinning this again? Or no, we going with this? What did it land on? Eight. It landed on eight. So we're going to find out what that means I right now. See this? Look at that. Tell us a travel night. Easy. Yeah. Wow. I was just telling the casting director this in LA like 20 minutes ago. I was in Lebanon in December, and I'm minding my own business, just driving through. All of a sudden, I end up through a Hezbollah checkpoint. Yeah. They're not the government, but they don't care. That was an issue. Were you that was, your pants or? yo, dude. That was the if that was the only bodily function I was doing in my, it was like <laughs> everything. It was the scariest thing ever, like because like Wolf Blitzer scares the shit out of you, right? Like he goes yeah. and talks about the Middle East in front of a twenty foot like a Ouija board, and you're like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up with a bag on my head and a ransom note, and Louise Shallow's gonna have to like do some Liam Neeson shit to have to get me out. That was by far the scariest. You are, you are nowhere even near even close to my answer here. I just want you to know this. But you, but I'm like. So I have to outdo you already. And it wasn't the terrorist threat that was on my plane flying over the Atlantic to the Shannon International Airport in Ireland. Okay. It was my kids and my wife, the second the airline door shut, flying to Las Vegas, everyone, including myself, started vomiting on the way to Las Vegas. So a five-hour trip with two newborns puking and doing everything else all over you for five hours will bur- we'll bury any travel nightmare you ever have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. I gotta back up though. Uh, c- casting, I'm so sorry, cast, casting. Uh, you're with the casting director. So are um, you going to try? Are you trying? You want to be in film? You want to be in TV? What's I I was on? just contact for Titan Games next year. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. They saw me. Coach participant. No participant. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. I think he should do it in a second. I I, I honestly, I mean. I'm obviously big on him, as you as you know, and I, I think he would offer something to the table that you know that'd be very interesting and different, and you know. But you're cool, 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 calm and <laughs> collected now. Up. But I feel What's like that? in competition, like that <laughs> that switches, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you're athlete first, right? But I think the advantage I have in a competition like that is like, okay, what is what is what's what's the sport, right? Tr- programming for sport and physiological adaptation is what I do for a living, so it's like. I know my own limitations or lack of limitations on performing under pressure. So it's like all I need to do is program for the demand of the sport and then execute. Like Man, that's, if it's like some sort of like any type of gladiator uh, obstacle where you're going toe to toe or head to head with somebody, man, that's got to be bad news. I for we the should help. Dude. We should try and figure out a way to help with this because you know what. He should be on. Let's it. put it like an Oscar campaign together, like uh, something like that, to I'm get in. him on there. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's do it. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, we'll keep going. Let's move it. So uh, like let's it. go again. Yeah. You go. Go spin. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. See what you got. All right. He's gonna spin it off the bearings here. Oh, what the fuck was that? That at least went around once. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Number five. To find fit. I think fit is um, is the ability for someone to be active, to have good energy to take their shirt off and to feel and look like they're in shape. Um, 
a specific level of movement quality also. They're not walking around all banged up. I mean, fit for me is not just about aesthetics. It's about, you know, movement. It's about health. It's about, you know, having some balance in their life. Like someone who's fit, I mean, they're not trying to be like Jordan and, and total 2,000 pounds in body uh, in powerlifting, and they're not trying to be like me in specific areas. They are looking for balance. So I find fit as being all those characters. And that's what I thought. I thought it would be different for you than for Jordan because Jordan is, is in a competitive sport. Yeah, but there's a lot of what Jordan does that I absolutely love. Like him and I right. went, you know, him and I went today, we were we were deadlifting together, and, and, and I love trying to pick up heavy stuff. I love picking up heavy stuff. And the, the, the difference is he's, he's a monster and a lot bigger than me, and he competes. I don't compete. Right. Um, but... I mean, how he trains and what he does. I mean, that's right, my sweet right. spot. It doesn't mean that you don't have an appreciation for it, but right. I'm just saying, in, in the in fit, like as you said, it it could be something. I think it changes for each person, right? right. So it may be just about aesthetics for somebody. It may be a, a hybrid of things. And for Jordan, it may be like as long as I can lit or Jordan or someone else in Jordan's position. And I'm not trying to speak for you, but it could be as long as I lift the most I can lift in terms of like my competition, that's fit. Yeah. I mean, I would never define myself as fit. Like I think fit is more of like a broad, like a more broad reaching general term for yes. people. It's like, you more know, you want to, yeah. Yeah. Like you want to like, you want to, you want to pick up your kids and you want to play football with your buddies on a Sunday before the game kind of thing. Like fit is more like activities of daily living thing. Like, like Don said, like fit and, and high level performance don't necessarily go hand in hand. Right. right? It's about balance. It's about symmetry and both. I think fit enters almost equally into the realm of psychological as physiological, mm -hmm. right? Do you do a lot of uh, cardiovascular work in, in, in what you're doing? Right now? It depends on where my limitations are. Like if my limitations in strength can be stemmed back to a decrease in work capacity, then I will I will train for that work capacity to be a point where that's no longer a bottleneck in my training towards my objective outcome. Is that something that you've uh, that's evolved or that you've done trial and error with, or is it something that you've kind of known, or, or maybe you've asked other people, say Don or other people? You know, is it, how did you come to that? Um, a lot of it came down to when I started looking at the science behind HRV. And then <clears throat> increasing that variability as a means of um, quantifying your resting sympathetic state. So doing more heart rate intensive work increases the variability, decreases the par or de decreases the sympathetic tone, and then that is shown to be a driver in performance because that helps push recovery. Say that in English for some of our listeners, though. Yeah, do cardio. <laughs> no, because, yeah, no. So like, you, I mean, you want to do cardio to get strong because sometimes getting strong means working in an energy system that you're not used to working in. Right. Like, just like anything, like the answer you want is in the place that you least want to look. Right. Yeah, like I don't look as cardio. People ask me cardiovascular as as fat burning. I, I look at cardiovascular more is like your foundational work to be able not really your foundational work but your work to be able to recover mm. and repeat and just you know just having more of a more horsepower in the engine like I love what Ben Bruno always says about cardiovascular training he's like resistance training is the entree cardio is a side dish yeah. like people put too much value into making cardio the entree and I think that's why a lot of them don't receive that benefit unless they're their professional sport or their or their hobby is Marathon running or triathlons. Yeah. I, okay, I'm, it's different, but I still feel like you need that foundational work, and that foundational work is a form of resistance training. Yeah. And for me, sometimes I just use cardio work to think. You know, if I have something I to think it. about, like I'm, I'm just, I'm there. Uh, I don't have to do anything besides what it's I'm therapy. doing. It gives me, yeah, it gives yeah. me that chance to just be, be by myself. And I, I, I use training as that as well, but it's just another outlet for me sometimes. Is my spin? Use your spin. All right. What we got? 
Yellow Seven. <laughs> what is this? And say something nice about them. Wait, you want me to name them by name? Holy yeah. shit, do we really what? have to do this? How yeah. is this? Yeah. I feel like that's the all these are just being like it doesn't matter. That was that was coming up yeah, now. No, 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 no. Listen, I was name hoping someone you despise is a strong word. That's well, a tough word. Do okay. we have the answer to this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then let's just say uh strongly dislike, hate, loathe. I mean any word you want to put in there, oh, but I don't know, man. Like, I feel an like industry figure. It doesn't have to be industry, but I mean it probably Probably would make a little more I'm gonna sense. say something. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say oh, it. Yeah. Please, jump, I'm gonna jump go out in. there. All right. This kid Kino body makes me sick. Oh, all right. Can we go all in? Can we double down on this? Uh, this kid yeah. Kino body, and if you're listening right now, dude, you make me sick. Yeah. First off, he tried taking credit for training one of my clients, Ryan Reynolds. So right. he deserves to be called out. That's right. that's yeah, a yeah, one because yeah. he's full of shit. Sure. Okay. Um, supposedly he's living in a big. Uh, he's posting stuff in a big mansion. That's his daddy's mansion. Yeah. That's not even his mansion. Yeah. Okay. And thirdly, like. Like, like, dude, like, I don't understand what you're, what you're even posting. Like, you're 23 years old trying to talk about all this, this training experience that you have and come to New York, man. Come train. Like, yeah. let, let, let's have some fun. Stop, stop, stop hiding behind oh, your fake me. McLaren oh, that you're ready. But Don, you got to say something nice now. I, I did. What was that? <laughs> That's exactly what I just what said. I said, something nice. no, I said something nice about Dad has a nice mansion? You've got a good body, dude. Oh. Yeah. He's got a good body. He does. Yeah, I know. He's, oh, a, you know, he's a good I, boy. He's got I nice got, hair too. I got one. He's got nice hair, dude. I'm I'm only kidding. I'm breaking your balls, but you do have nice hair. Yeah, come to New York. Let's play. <laughs> he's a Toronto. You know, he's a Toronto kid. He's a Toronto kid. He's, he's probably. A, you know, he's probably <laughs> super nice. And I'm probably. Just, Is that just a Canadian profile? Don, now Don's feeling guilty. Yeah, now Don's no. backtracking. Uh, no, but you know, I didn't, like, I didn't like the whole the superhero tube. thing. I didn't like the whole superhero thing. You yeah. don't turn around and you don't you don't fit, you don't paint a false picture that oh you want to look like Deadpool you want to look like Red, uh, Ryan Reynolds swipe up because there's nothing that he did there that was even re resembled anything that Ryan did because I've been training Ryan for 12 years yeah. so let's just be very clear so don't so that's why if I'm upset eh. I'm not that upset. I'm just trying to do this more for camera. But it, why am I why am I throwing gas in the fire right now? Because you don't do that, man. Don't right. be a fake in the industry. But just, that's, you know, but, own but, it a little bit. But it's okay. <clears throat> I think it's okay in that sense to be upset. If somebody professionally, you perceive somebody as trying to infringe on what you're doing or take what you're doing, like that's something that it's, you would but stand but up he, for. But you know, that's fine. He needs it. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go uh, too nice. Uh, you're uh, shit. Where to begin? I went off. I went off on him. That was too nice. Uh, Aubrey Marcus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, all right. Well, no, it's just. Oh, I think it's more about that infringement thing. Like, I think here's a company that sells a model of optimization where in a world that everyone needs to adapt, right? And it's uh, a lead from the front. Like, you know, I, I, I own a training business. I, I, I own an education business. And guess what? I train and I educate. I'm gonna, well, I'm you gonna educate all over the world. Yeah. And it's just, I, I don't think, uh, you know, becoming a modern day shaman, like doing fucking DMT doesn't make you a shaman. It makes you a fucking drug addict. So bringing that into the popular culture and Joe Rogan partly to blame for this like everyone's trying to be like you know do like mushrooms and, and it's a bad example also you're gonna have young kids listening to this stuff that are immediately thinking that these are their idols and i yeah. think it's bullshit well i, I just think the brand's built around off a false narrative and off a false idol like i think that to and maybe say something nice like I think it's brought a conversation to the table about the importance of being more mindful as like as someone who operates in the world but I think going about that in a very I don't even want to say a circuitous way but doing it in, in somewhat of a dangerous way like 
you know, if you gotta if you gotta rep, rip like LSD just to get out of bed in the morning, man, it's like that's not a spiritual. That's, a that's right. not an experience that's an anymore. That's an addiction. And I think pushing that narrative and that lifestyle and this like polyamorous, like you're not pushing a narrative of responsibility. You're you're living this Peter Pan sort of thing, and you're you're glorifying and making it glamorous, and you're doing it under the guise of a fitness brand. And you know, I don't care if your kettlebells have like like ape faces on a man it's like can we can we actually talk about work like can we talk yeah. fucking swinging mace in our underwear and like can we actually <clears throat> do something towards a goal like i hate to pull joe rogan into this but like the amount of influence that they've had over over like people who are otherwise quite impressionable that listen to them i there are people i guarantee you who've gone to peru and done these like peyote dmt yeah. retreats mm-hmm. and it's like man maybe if you cracked a book and worked on yourself and like you know got a nine to five and did your homework and shit like that you'd be better off so i, I think it spins a false narrative for people and it gives them uh, a false sense of uh, of like belonging and responsibility where it's like you know dude you're just a fucking drug addict it, it also it also starts putting too much emphasis into things like 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 you said drugs or products and it takes a lot of individuals focuses away from the basics things that we just need like sleep that's time and, and they're and they're and they're and they're putting all this value into whatever but he's yeah. got to say something nice okay. Oh no, I did. He already did. I, yeah. I, I admire the business acumen. And oh, the I'm sorry, it was lever- buried. I, I was just. Oh, well, trust me, and that was. <laughs> He's the, got a hot a, wife. That's a reach. <laughs> got a hot wife. She's kind of sexy, right? Oh, okay, right. you can say that's that. That's neither confirm nor deny <laughs> these allegations. Don's, uh, Don Stern. She got a sexy wife. Um, so he's gonna lead with that. Did you? Did you? Yeah, so did I said he's got, got sexy. No, you're spinning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I took up both. Or, oh my bad. No, no, no. It was good. Oh yeah, you did. No, no, yeah, I said yeah, keto you body. Keto body. Yeah. Keto body. You know, with my fake. With I'm really excited to see what the next one is. You hear that? It's a solid spin. Green three. Have we done three? I think we did three. Yeah. Was it done? Hold on. We didn't think this through. Four. Done. Let's do four. Never have I ever. See, what is this? What is this? We're gonna play flip cup after this. What the fuck is this? Actually, it's a great game. Yeah, this, uh, but this doesn't have to be anything salacious. It can be something, um, you know, that either you want to know about Don or that you want that you want to know. I, about I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know how this works. I don't understand. I don't even okay. understand the question. Okay, never, I never understand how to answer. This. We actually have we actually have an app that's generating these, <clears> and I'm dead serious that I'm reading the the first one that came up. Never have I ever broke someone's nose. I'm dead serious. That, that's so. Wait, do I drink if I've done? No, that? I guess if if you've where, done it. Where, where are the beers? Yeah. Oh, you drink. <laughs> if you've done it, uh, I don't even know what you do. I guess you just, I've ever broke someone's nose. I've never broken someone. Well, no, I haven't. Well, I don't technically know if I broke the person's nose. I've hit people. You know, you have hit people. Yeah, in the yeah, I, How old were you? When I was when I was a young kid, I mean, several times, and you know, I got into some fights. I mean, I had a, I got jumped in Huntington once by six guys. I got the crap kicked out of me. Um, God, I mean, in, in in high school, I mean, like like I said, at the age when I was really struggling with my hearing and stuttering problem, I. Uh, I was getting into fights all the time. A lot of people like bullying you. Yeah, they were making fun of me, and I just at one point I was just like, I'm not, I'm not taking this shit anymore. And I was, and my, my old man's looking at me, he's just kind of nodding his head, like, Yeah, you know, how am I gonna get pissed at you? But yeah, I've hit several people in the face, and I didn't go to see if they broke their nose or not. I didn't really. You know, <laughs> care. Yeah. Well, I mean, is I your think, nose broken? Like, I think know. it's more like, do you feel like you did? Like, if you said you did, like, I don't think anyone's gonna track down those people. But I don't even know. No, I don't know. You know if you connected though, right? I mean, I feel like uh, yeah, I, mean, I, could, I, could, I could. Yeah, I, I could confirm. Like, yeah. well, I mean, I played I played competitive ice hockey in Canada, and I was a bouncer from the age of eighteen to twenty-four. So like. Many a noses. Many a nose. <laughs> jaw, I've had my nose orbital bone. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's broken nose. That's that's what, standard what was, issue. Do you remember the 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 most uh, the worst one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I worked at a nightclub called Mint. It was in Windsor. Windsor's kind of like a border town with Detroit, and so it's like 
it's either going to be you or them, and so it's always going to be them. So, yeah, there's this one kid. He grabbed up one of our photographers. So we had, like, a photographer in the nightclub. It was a nicer spot. Nicer for Windsor still. like, uh. But uh, he grabbed up one of our photographers for no reason. Like, had, like, one of his cameras around his neck, and then one he was shooting with. So he grabbed him by the camera strap around his neck, and this kid just had, like, a death grip on him. And, like, just we were trying to pull him off and let him go. So I just grabbed him by the collar, pulled back, and just connected. And then oh, he, he we let got, go. We got another one. Let's go. Never have I ever woken up in a police station. No. no. Oh, man. Don. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Don, Don was like hoping that we just uh, skirt past. No, 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 no. no. I, thought, I thought he was answering first. He Never have no. I ever woken up in a police yeah. station. No, it was like, you know, 21 years old, like a little joyride. Drunk tank? No, 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 no. We weren't even drunk. It was just kind of one of those check-in, check-out type of things where... Uh, you just check in, say hi to everybody, and then yeah, it was, it was bullshit. Nothing was on my record from it. And it was it was one of those things. In all honesty, down in Miami, and um, down in Miami, I was down in Miami at a place called Wet Willies, and I walked in with my buddy. We just got off the plane, and we ordered some of those daiquiri drinks, and we were talking to some women. And a bunch of cops grabbed us and threw us down the flight of stairs, and locked us up and then they let us out it was like one of those things I, they actually miami dade county there were some articles out in the past how people from new york were getting locked up for no reason and we just happened to be one of them so it was one of those things where we hired an attorney everything got got dropped it's complete bullshit and yeah. an overrated method of recovery do you want to go you, you i feel like i need time to like how do i prioritize because it's like <laughs> all of them can i say all of them you could say anything you want. i think i I'll answer this by like saying what's an underrated recovery method. The most underrated is is effective programming and periodization, fatigue management. I think that's the most underrated. I love that answer. It's like there's way. too many people. Like everyone is focused. Like if I have to see another douchebag with blue light blocking glasses, worrying about like his sleep, it's like why, why don't you work harder? Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried trying? Like that'd yeah, be a great I mean, idea. You, you, and you've got a point there. It, it's you know I, I, at some point though I think people just start reaching. And they're just trying to. It's like give me whatever you have because I'm I'm struggling so much. But the reality, like, like like the other day, how many people do you know that train that hard? No, no, but what do they go no, to? They don't. What yeah, do exactly. they go to? But let me, but let me, let me, let me just sure. discuss one one thing. I'm wearing this the other day, and I was having some tough nights of sleep, and I'm like thinking, like, do I need to buy this this air cooling system for my mattress? Like, am I, am I hot when I wake up? I'm thinking all this stuff, and then I was just like, holy shit, I'm working till I go to bed. Like, stop doing that. And yeah. I made myself stop, and then like out of nowhere, my numbers like went through the roof, and I was just like. All right, dude, I'm ready to spend like thousands of bucks on stuff that I just don't need. And the reality was like something really simple. Yeah. Like stop being on my handheld till nine o'clock and trying to go to bed at nine o'clock. No, it's just, I don't sleep good that way. And I, and I know better, so. What's a recovery fad right now? Like what is like the, the in thing, we'll say? Uh, step counting is big, which yeah, I, don't, I don't hate, but I, I think like, I think do it for the subjective experience. Don't chase an objective number like, you know, grab your girl, go down on the beach, just stroll. And if you get 10,000, you get 20,000, you yeah. get 6,000. Yeah. Like having, that's another stress, you know, that's another thing I got to do. It's like, I got to pay my fucking phone bill and my mortgage and this, and I got to book another flight. It's like, oh shit, I got 2,000 steps. It's 2 a.m. I'm pacing around Brooklyn trying to get to, it's like, nah, man, like to, to live. Yeah, but it, it, and I agree with that, but it also comes down, like if someone's going to do cryotherapy and they're going to walk out and they're going to feel better, then all right, like, well, who am I to tell them no? Like it, it, there's a lot, there was a system that I used for a while called a Beamer mat. Have you have yeah, you heard of that? Yeah, I have. You got and it upstairs. No, I don't. I don't have it anymore. I thought you had it at drive. No, I used to have one at my house, and, and that I just, I didn't know if it worked or not. Like I, I couldn't. Like I got on the thing for six months, and it's like a microcirculation system where it's supposed to help produce 
new cells in the body and like you're sitting on this thing for 20 minutes like this like every day for six months and i'm like i don't feel anything so like stuff like that it's just it's very it's very tough to quantify so how about cbd i feel like that's everywhere now so is that like what's go i mean i i think there's a novelty because you're reaching from a place of like a new law has been put in place i mean we all grew up with the kids that smoked dope at the back fence and the bob marley and the the flag with the marijuana leaf and now all of a sudden it's legal and you can put it on your yeah, but it's different too. That's THC. I mean, this is something completely. But it's different. like uh, there's cannabis companies, CBD companies that are marketing under the flag sure. of that leaf, right? Especially right. in the fitness industry. Like, if we want to name, I actually don't even want to name names. So I don't want to give them more press. But it's yeah. like I have not seen with any high value or rating from a research standpoint things that have proven some of the claims that these CBD companies are making when it comes to you know what want to reduce anxiety yeah don't work till 9am on yeah, your head yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. make a schedule be responsible show up on time that'll reduce anxiety more than just like or from my wheelhouse of like hey my my knee hurts it's like okay that could be part of it perhaps there's an anti-inflammatory property to it but then ask the better question of why are we creating so much local inflammation to begin with right you, you can't you, you know, you can't out <clears throat> CBD shitty movement, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that I gives people a false sense of confidence in going forward with managing injuries because they're like, oh, I'm just going to put this cream on it and everything will be like, great. And it's like, well, maybe you need to actually fix the underlying mechanics of why it's yes. not great to begin with. Yes. And the thing, I, I get I get pitched to these a lot, these companies, and like the, there seems to be a new one sprouting up every day. They're getting athletes on board with it. And it, it just... It's confusing to a lot of people, and I think that they they think that just because they're seeing a lot of it, that it definitely is something that they either need to pay attention to or something they needed to buy into. I actually have a doctor coming on that um, I'm inviting on who's going to discuss it with us. And there is a company right now, I can't name the company, but they have partnered with a bunch of doctors and they are starting to do research. Whether they can publish that and it's, it's something that's going to be picked up by PubMed or not, I have no idea. But yeah, I mean, there's there's some... Right now, it's been proof is in the pudding. If you could slap a CBD, CBD patch on someone and they have... Uh, tendinosis in the elbow do I agree with Jordan yeah there's probably some underlying issue going on in the shoulder or another area of the body that needs to be addressed but if you're slapping something on someone and they're suddenly relieved the pain and they don't have to pop you know 80 Advil then like alright dude yeah. like uh, it's totally cool but I I mean the, but the research on 99% of the products it's shit but it's the same time when I get a question about creatine is creatine a good supplement I'm like yeah creatine is one of the highly most researched supplement on the market but not all creatine is created equal. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and then that's when the question starts coming out, well, what companies? And then you're sitting there like, well, I, there's some companies I do know because I have some friends that are just freaks and they'll send things off and they'll they'll spend three grand getting things like analyzed. And you're like, I can't believe you're spending that money. But then suddenly you hear a company like Designs for Hell is good. You're like holding Time. on to it and then you're not really promoting anything else even though I don't have a deal with them. Where can people find you on social? Where are we gonna, where are we gonna go? Oh, well, let's, let's dog, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram at the underscore muscle underscore doc. Um, website www.pre-script.com. Um, I feel like you're always teaching somewhere too. You're always out. out yeah, yeah, next year's gonna be crazy. Um, a lot of international dates. We'll start off the year in Asia, be in Hong Kong, Singapore, Sydney, and then go down to New Zealand, California, a couple of Middle East states, Abu Dhabi, Lebanon, Kuwait, um, Dubai a few times, London, Manchester. Where else? Uh, <laughs> Mumbai, Shanghai, Hong Kong. Yeah, we'll be all over. How did you even remember that? Uh, like, I have the to. Or- the order. Do, do you remember your home address? What's your home address? Uh, Don't actually say that. Yeah. <laughs> but you remember, do you know your home address? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you know your, where you're going to live know next address. year? He checks his phone. Oh, you don't know where you... Oh, really? Well, that's... Well, no, because I have to know because, like, I don't have a home. 
So I know exactly where I'm going to be every weekend because that's like you remembering your home address. You're like the most successful homeless person I've ever seen. Low bar. <laughs> at Don Saladino. At Don Saladino. At Zraz. That's right. My, 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 and uh, message right. us reps at muscleandfitness.com. That's right. So this is episode 732. Uh, 33. 30, I always forget. Thank, thankfully, Don's there to, to, to remind me. But uh, yeah, until next time. Thanks, guys.